Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Center. Thank you, Ian. We've got an accident reported on the Beltway Inner Loop in the southeast corner. It's on the approach to Pennsylvania Avenue. There is a brief delay, but you get through it rather quickly. Indeed, it looks like it's just been cleared out of the roadway, so there are really no issues to worry about on that side of the Beltway. They have an accident reported on the Outer Loop, however, over in the northwest corner, just south of the 270 spur, heading around Bradley Boulevard, and we're not seeing any delays because of this particular accident. It looks like all lanes are open, so if there is an accident, it's sitting over on the shoulder. So once you clear the Legion Bridge into Virginia, you'll find a nice and easy ride. And in Virginia, all lanes are clear with no delays between the Legion Bridge 6695 and heading all the way over to the Wilson Bridge. Also in Virginia, the ride up and down the 95 corridor is clear between Springfield and Fredericksburg. No troubles either side of 395 between the Springfield Interchange and the 14th Street Bridge. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Last Saturday of the year, getting through it with this forecast from 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Temperatures here early this morning in the lower to upper 30s across the area as skies continue to clear from the rain that we had last night. Now, temperatures will rise pretty nicely today, uh, slightly above average to around 50 degrees with partly sunny skies, little breezy too during the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You need to have your coat this morning. 36 in Gaithersburg, 38 in Lanham, Arlington with 36 degrees. We have 37 degrees in Friendship Heights. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning, I'm Ian Crawford. Coming up... Maryland health officials are asking medical centers to bring back universal masking. I'm Jenny Glick. What will a change in leadership in Virginia's General Assembly mean for new gun control legislation next year? How could a D.C. lifeguard fall underwater for seven minutes before anyone noticed? I'm Matt Small. Some good news for a local dog owner whose pet was stolen earlier this month. The wild ride involving the Speaker of the House, and it won't end in 2024. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Wizards win, Caps lose. Five o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Wendy Gillette. Israel's campaign against Hamas is heading south, sending tens of thousands of displaced Palestinians on the move. The BBC's Yolan Nell describes what it's like. We've had people continuing to flee uh, from urban refugee camps. They're heading uh, in search of, of greater safety in places like Deir Abala in the center of the Gaza Strip and also in Rafah in the south, right on the border with Egypt. That's now extremely overcrowded. Ukraine is dealing with the fallout of the biggest Russian air assault since the war started. As CBS's David Martin reports from the Pentagon, U.S. aid to the country is stalled. The president called on Congress to pass a $50 billion aid package for Ukraine, but that package is now stalled in the Senate. And administration officials say unless it is passed, there is no more money for Ukraine. 
New York City is keenly focused on safety this New Year's Eve. With worries over security threats from lone actors, New York City Mayor Eric Adams says his city will be ready despite extra tensions due to protest over the Israel-Hamas war. Our drones, our helicopters, our boats, the full complement of our public safety apparatus will be on display. But some tourists are saying hitting the nation's biggest New Year's Eve party is a hard no this year. I will not be in Times Square on New Year's Eve. Allison Keyes, CBS News. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine has vetoed a bill that would have banned transgender athletes from competing in girls' and women's sports. Correspondent Major Garrett. The bill would also have banned gender-affirming care for minors. DeWine, a Republican, said the measure would have affected a small number of children, but for them, quote, the consequences of this bill could not be more profound. The California coast is a little calmer after monster waves hit some areas. Kenny Powell is a resident of Ventura. Not an ordinary day. We had the biggest waves we've had in many years. And we we always look forward to the big waves. But Mother Nature had a little more than we had planned for. And so I did not surf yesterday. I was helping on the with the with the neighbors and just making sure everyone was safe. More than 120 people were rescued from an ice flow in a Minnesota river after it broke off. A few people fell into the water, including this woman's husband. Tony fell in. Yeah, I did. So then my dad jumped in after him to try to save him. And everybody there, they all just worked together to try to get Tony and my dad out of the water. Thin ice is a problem all over the state this December because of warmer temperatures. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 503 on this Saturday morning, December the 30th. We've got 38 degrees right now in Washington. The high today in the upper 40s. Good morning, everybody. I'm Kyle Cooper. The top local stories we're following for you this hour on WTOP. Health experts say they are seeing a spike in hospitalizations due to respiratory viruses. So the Maryland Department of Health is recommending medical facilities Bring back universal masking. The area is dealing with what's being dubbed a triple-demic, the triple threat of COVID, RSV, and the flu. Mask recommendations are triggered by the number of illnesses reported in the community, and data from December 21st indicates those highly contagious illnesses are now over the threshold of 10 hospitalizations per 100,000 people. Beyond masking, the Maryland Department of Health is encouraging optimizing ventilation, getting vaccinated, and treating early with antivirals when appropriate. D.C. and Virginia are also reporting a spike in these illnesses, with Virginia reporting its first First pediatric death from the flu on Thursday. Jenny Glick, WTOP News. When the calendar flips to 2024, Democrats who now control the Virginia General Assembly plan to try and pass new gun laws. Legislation has been in the works since the mass shooting that killed six at a Chesapeake Walmart in November of 2022 and the murder of three students at UVA. Does the legislation have the chance of being signed by Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin? When he was seeking the Republican nomination way back in 21, he spoke quite a bit about wanting to defend the Second Amendment against any further restrictions and even talking about rolling back some of the restrictions that Democrats brought in in 2020 when they had full control in the governor's mansion. Once he got the nomination and was appealing to a general election audience, he did not push 
on guns. And then once in office, he said very little, even after a series of very high-profile shootings here in Virginia. That was Laura Vozella, Virginia politics reporter for The Washington Post. Virginia is sunsetting a program launched this year designed to boost school attendance and help students recover from pandemic-fueled learning loss. The Washington Post reports the Engage Virginia program used a partnership with Graduation Alliance, a Salt Lake City-based education service provider, to help districts reach disengaged students. The Virginia Department of Education, however, has notified school districts this month that funding for that program had run out. Since the coronavirus pandemic, schools across the country have struggled to help students recover from significant learning loss uh, fueled by school closures. Schools are also trying to combat chronic student absenteeism. How did a D.C. lifeguard who fell underwater not get noticed for seven minutes? She certainly was a lifeguard at heart. That's Julius Jefferson talking about his daughter Jasmine. For three years, the 21-year-old focused on safety at pools as a district employee until falling into one while working at the Roosevelt Aquatic Center in Northwest. November 29th, she suffered a cardiac arrest. She remained in a coma until dying on December 23rd. D.C.'s Parks and Recreation Department says the facility was fully staffed at the time, as first reported by the Washington Informer. But her father questions of having only two other pool workers there was enough. I understand there was no patrons in the pool, but I cannot fathom my daughter being underwater for seven minutes. Matt Small, WTOP News. A French bulldog that was stolen at gunpoint from her owner in D.C. earlier this month has been found. Police say Mocha was stolen on December 22nd along 14th Place in Southeast. The victim told police she had listed her dog for sale online and the suspect contacted her to purchase the dog before stealing her. Police say they found the dog unharmed, but no arrest made. French bulldogs have been stolen in D.C. on several occasions. They are highly sought after, often fetching four-figure four figure sale prices. A D.C. man being honored for his work in the community, assisting former prisoners in their re-entry into the world, and being an advocate for children with incarcerated parents. Tony Lewis Jr. will be recognized by the NFL and the Commanders at Sunday's game. A lot of times it's a thank- thankless job. Um, and we deal in life and death, you know, so it's so heavy in the work that we do. Um, so to be able to be honored this way is a tremendous, um, you know, thing. And I'm, I'm very appreciative and grateful. Lewis spoke to NBC4. He got started in his work for personal reasons. His own father went to prison when Lewis was nine. His father was just released and they celebrated Christmas together for the first time since 1988. Coming up in money news after traffic and weather, was it an up or down year for the markets on the whole? And if you thought you paid a lot for desserts this holiday season, hang on to your hat in 2024. It's now 508. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's check in with Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Kyle. Good morning, everyone. Got a new accident working on northbound DC 295. It looks to be between the freeway bridge over the Anacostia River and Pennsylvania Avenue uh, with big delays coming north of the bridge. So be prepared to slow down a little bit. Once you clear the accident scene, though, the ride on northbound DC 295 out of the district into Maryland is a good one. And there are no major delays on the southbound side of DC 295 coming in from the city county line heading to the 11th Street Bridge. Also, no worries either side of I-295 between the flyover ramp and the Beltway Interchange south of town. 
Wrapping up that crash on the Beltway out of loop in Prince George's County. It's over in the southeast corner near Pennsylvania Avenue. Now moved over to the far right shoulder. The exit ramp has been reopened. Still looking for that crash on the Beltway out of loop at Bradley Boulevard south of the 270 Spur. There were multiple lanes reported blocked. However, everything is running fine in that general area. Not seeing any accident activity. And once you cross over the uh, bridge, the Legion Bridge into Virginia, things are looking good in Virginia, both, uh, both sides of the Beltway. Between the Legion Bridge past 66, heading past 95, all the way to the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. And if you're heading north on 395 from the Beltway, it's a clear ride up past the Pentagon. No issues on southbound 95 in Virginia, between Springfield heading to and through the Fredericksburg area. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. All right, now to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Well, no umbrella needed for the remainder of the year as the showers dry up more and more and skies will start to clear. Your weekend looking really nice and uh, brightening skies for later today, too. We've got temperatures this morning in the lower to upper 30s with light northwesterly winds. Later today will be just under 50 degrees, but with a breeze out of the west and some gusts around 25 miles per hour, it will make it feel a little chilly at times. So definitely have the warm coat ready to go. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Temps around Washington right now. We've got 33 in Reston, 37 degrees in Bethesda, 40 degrees down along the National Mall. The forecast is brought you by long fence save 25 percent on long fence decks pavers and fences six months no payment no interest financing terms and conditions apply go to longfence.com money news at 10 and 40 past the hour in wtop here's jeff clayball the markets lost ground in the final day of trading yesterday but what a year it was the dow gained 14 percent this year the s&p 500 more than 24 percent the nasdaq rallied almost 44 percent this year Job growth is slow, but it remains pretty strong, and that's what the Fed needs for a soft landing. We get final jobs data next week, the Labor Department's December report, as well as ADP with private employer growth. As expected, there may be an uptick in the unemployment rate to 3.8%. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Were you shocked by what you paid for sweet goods around the holidays? Well, wait until next year. The price of sweets may be a bitter pill for consumers to swallow in 2024, following the biggest annual gain in cocoa prices in 15 years. Sugar also rose its fifth consecutive yearly increase, adding to inflation in the candy aisle. Larry Kofsky. Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on WTOP. The wild ride involving the Speaker of the House, and it won't end in 2024. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD, sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change. And generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Hey folks, it's Mike Walker from BMW Fairfax. I wanted to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday Season. 
I hope this season brings you true joy, peace, and happiness. If you're like me, you could use a little bit more of all three. I also want to thank my clients and our teammates for another amazing year. I am blessed with the absolute finest clients and teammates on the planet. Come see for yourself at BMW of Fairfax. Sometimes when it rains, it pours. Let WEPA be your umbrella and protect you when times get rough. WEPA offers both group term life and short term disability insurance to help protect your family in any circumstance. Have confidence knowing that WEPA is there to help weather any storm. Visit WAEPA.org to learn more. WEPA for Feds by Feds. Just ahead on WTOP, why Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. are telling you to take a hike in 2024. More news in 60 seconds. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 515, good morning, I'm Kyle Cooper. Congress faces major challenges ahead in the coming new year after a tumultuous 2023. WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller takes a look at the year that began with Kevin McCarthy being elected Speaker of the House only to leave Congress this month. The Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California having received a majority of the votes cast, is duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives. Kevin McCarthy was all smiles in January after finally getting elected by fellow Republicans on the 15th ballot, the longest series of votes for a House Speaker since the Civil War era. You know, my father always told me, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. McCarthy brushed off warnings that deals with conservatives could later come back to haunt him, like allowing a single lawmaker to make a motion to vacate the chair. In other words, vote to kick him out. Ultimately, what did McCarthy in was his willingness to work with Democrats to pass a short-term spending bill to avoid a government shutdown. Eight Republicans, along with Democrats, voted to oust McCarthy from the speakership. The yeas are 216. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. The office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. It was the first time in the history of the House of Representatives that a party had voted to kick out its leader. Doing the right thing isn't always easy, but it is necessary. I don't regret standing up for choosing governance over grievance. 
As if there hadn't been enough dissension within the House GOP, Republicans were unable to coalesce around a new speaker, leaving the House paralyzed for more than three weeks. No person having received a majority of the whole number of votes cast by surname the speaker has not been elected. Eventually exhausted and with many lawmakers embarrassed at their inaction, Republicans finally in late October chose a conservative Louisiana lawmaker not well known beyond the halls of Congress. The Honorable Mike Johnson of the state of Louisiana, having received a majority of the votes cast, is duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives for the 118th Congress. The People's House is back in business. But after approving short-term spending legislation, creating two potential government shutdown deadlines of January 19th and February 2nd, House Republicans had trouble passing their own spending bills. Those problems won't go away in 2024 after what's widely considered one of the least productive congressional sessions in history. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Now a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Russia launches one of the biggest aerial attacks on Ukraine since the start of the invasion. New York City officials gearing up for New Year's Eve parties and expected protests over the war in Gaza. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's now 518. Traffic and mother on the 8th. Here's Ken Berger and the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Kyle. The accident northbound DC 295 is about halfway between the bridge, uh, the freeway bridge over the Anacostia River and uh, Pennsylvania Avenue. Multiple lanes are blocked. The delay stretching, stretching back onto the freeway bridge over the Anacostia. Also a minor delay in the open lanes so starting north of the 11th Street Bridge. The only good news is that once you clear this accident, seeing the ride past Pennsylvania Avenue and on out of the district is doing okay. There are no delays on the southbound side of DC 295 coming in from Eastern Avenue past the accident scene on the northbound side then continuing south onto I-295 all the way to the Beltway. In the district, the southeast-southwest freeway running in the clear both directions across the district between 14th Street and the 11th Street Bridge and you'll find no worries on the 3rd Street Tunnel leaving the freeway to New York Avenue. Meanwhile, the Capitol Beltway's out of loop over by Bradley Boulevard south of the 270 Spur. Watch out for accident activity moved out of the left lane over to the far left shoulder. The travel lanes are open. I'm not seeing any major delays as you make your way across uh, the uh, the bridge, the Allegiant Bridge, coming south of the Clara Barton Parkway into Virginia. In Virginia, all lanes are open, both loops. Toast the new year with a, with a sumptuous dinner and champagne at the point. Select from the full menu and tasty specials like lamb chops, whole red snapper, and fresher-than-fresh oysters. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. All right, now to 7 News. First alert, meteorologist Veronica Johnson. This is going to be one fantastic weekend and even Monday, first day of 2024, looking A-OK. Now, this morning is going to be colder as skies clear behind the little showers, especially south of D.C. that we've had. Uh, late yesterday. Our temperatures will continue to climb today to about 44 to 48 degrees, and that really puts us near average for this time of the year. And again, some sunshine, but also that wind out of the northwest will make it feel a little chillier than the day tomorrow. Tomorrow, your Sunday, mostly sunny and around 50 degrees. And as we ring in the new year, right now, just a, a few scattered clouds expected, about 38 to 39 degrees. And on Monday itself, just under 50 degrees with a few clouds. Some 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson at the First Alert Weather Center. Temps around Washington now. We've got 40 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 39 in Oxon Hill, 33 degrees 
in Sterling, Virginia. The forecast is brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP details on the plans for a new park in the area. It's now 521. Stocks and bonds are volatile, but your financial plan doesn't have to be. Have you sat down to map out an investment plan you can trust when emotions and headlines stir panic? Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about how to stay grounded and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. How to reduce your skyrocketing power bill? More homeowners are asking, according to Wyatt Everhart, meteorologist at Solar Energy World. You have to understand, we are at a unique moment in history when it comes to energy, and specifically the electricity we all need to operate our homes. What we are seeing these days in case after case is that if your property has good access to the sun, the smart choice is going to be to go solar. And this is true for homeowners really across the spectrum, whether someone wants to capture an immediate savings of more than 20% off their utility rate with our unique lease to own, or a cash investor who wants to see a strong annual return on investment. But the one thing you have to watch out for more than any other home improvement is the quality of the installation. Don't get burned going solar. A proven local company that takes the engineering process seriously and guarantees your power in writing is really the key. Book a free analysis or find more information at solarenergyworld.com slash WTOP. When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's 522. Are you looking for something to do to bring in the new year? The nation's state parks encourage you and your family to take a hike. First day hikes are happening all around the D.C. region. State parks in Maryland are offering a chance for you to hike and learn about a park along with a ranger or do a self-guided hike anytime between Sunday and Tuesday as part of the event. The State Department of Natural Resources says about 5,000 people took part last year in first day hikes around Maryland. There are self-guided hikes at Seneca Creek State Park on Clopper Road in Montgomery County. There is a ranger-led hike on January 1st at 10 in the morning at Cedarville State Forest in Brandywine. More than 40 state parks in Virginia are available for first-day hikes. Virginia State Park says they have planned hikes or you can just hike a park on your own. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. A new 85-acre park just outside of Leesburg is one step closer to reality. The Loudoun Times reports Nova Parks look uh, took former ownership of the land at Edwards Ferry Road and Battlefield Parkway on December the 27th. The Parks Authority, which is funded by several Northern Virginia localities, including Loudoun, plans to build a trail network, interpretive signs, and a parking area on what will become Cattail Regional Park, named for the small stream that bisects that property. It will be the 36th park in the Nova Park system and the 16th in Loudoun County. Switching gears a bit here, Nevada prosecutors say a suspect in Tupac Shakur's killing was plotting to harm witnesses. Prosecutors say Dwayne Davis poses a credible threat to witnesses and argue he should remain behind bars until trial. They say Davis discussed plans to potentially assassinate witnesses who might testify against him. Citing an October jail telephone recording, Davis was told about a green light or what prosecutors described as an author to kill. Tupac was murdered in a Las Vegas drive-by shooting in 1996. 
Mayor Rubin, CBS News. 